0: Hi, hello friends. Welcome to Potter's Podcast. Where were we? Along with Harry, Petunia and Dudley, we were also anxious to know the hideout chosen by Vernon to become unreachable for the letters from no one. The family was in the car and mad Vernon was driving it. It was very cold outside the car. Uncle Vernon was pointing at what looked like a large rockway out at the sea. Perched on top of the rock was the most miserable little shack you could imagine. One thing was certain, there was no television in there. Stop focused for tonight, said Uncle Vernon gleefully, clapping his hands together. And this gentleman kindly agreed to lend us his boat. A toothless old man came ambling up to them, pointing with a rather wicked grin at an old rowboat bobbing in the grey, iron grey water below them. I've already got some rations, said Uncle Vernon, so all aboard. It was freezing in the boat. Icy sea spray and rain crept down their neck, and a chilly wind whipped their faces. After what seemed like us, they reached the rock where Uncle Vernon, slipping and sliding, led the way to the broken-down house. The inside was horrible. It smelled strongly of seaweed. The wind whistled through the gaps in the wooden walls, and the fireplace was damp and empty. There were only two rooms. Uncle Vernon's rations had turned out to be a bag of chips each and four bananas. He tried to start a fire, but the empty chip bags just smoked and shriveled up. Could do with some of those letters now, uh he said cheerfully. He was in a very good mood. Obviously, he thought nobody stood a chance of reaching them here in a storm to deliver mail. Harry privately agreed, though the thought didn't cheer him up at all. As night fell, the promised storm blew up round them. Spray from high waves splattered the walls of the hut, and a fierce wind rattled the filthy windows. Aunt Petunia found a few mouldy blankets in the second room and made up a bed for Dudley on the mouth-eaten sofa. She and Uncle Vernon went off to the lumpy bed next door, and Harry was left to find the softest bit of the floor he could and to curl up under the thinnest, most ragged blanket. Poor soul! The storm raged more and more ferociously as the night went on. <coughs> Harry couldn't sleep. He shivered and turned over, trying to get comfortable, his stomach crumbling with hunger. Dudley's snows were drowned by the low rolls of thunder that started near midnight. The light dial of Dudley's watch, which was dangling over the edge of the sofa on his far wrist, told Harry it would be eleven in ten minutes' time. He lay and watched his birthday ticking nearer, wondering if the Dustleys would remember at all, wondering where the letter writer was now. Five minutes to go. Harry heard something creak outside. He hoped the roof wasn't going to fall in, although he might be warmer if it did, he thought. Four minutes to go. Maybe the house and private drive would be so full of letters when they got back that he'd be able to steal one somehow, he planned. Three minutes to go. Was that the sea slapping hard on the rock like that? And two minutes to go. What was that funny crunching noise? Was a rock crumbling into the sea? One minute to go and he'd be eleven. Thirty seconds. Twenty. Ten. Like a countdown, it just went on. Nine. Maybe he'd wake Dudley up just to annoy him. Three. Two. One. The whole shack shivered and Harry sat bolt upright. While staring at the door, someone was outside knocking to come in. Who could it be? Who could it be? Is Harry's life in danger? i leave you here but would catch you soon. Before you check out, do share the link with your friends. Let's share and spread the magic in the air. Bye-bye. See you soon.